the Cult Worthy Podcast. Join me, Antonio Palacios, each week as I guide you through a never-ending sea of obscure cinema and cult-worthy gems that deserve a rediscovery. Find me on all listening platforms and at thecultworthy.com. The Cult Worthy Podcast. Join us. Attention. The Milf and Me Podcast contains strong language and open conversations about sexuality, a multitude of lifestyles, and occasional criticism of political fuckery. Keep politics out of your pants, folks. Your hosts, Antonio and Diana, are not certified relationship therapists. We are cynical assholes with microphones, pretty much like every other podcast. And so with that out of the way, enjoy the show. Hi, my name's Mike, and if you're sitting there watching this tape smoking your cigarette, well, hit the fast-forward button, because I don't smoke and I don't like people who do smoke. <laughs> I'm not afraid to get sand on my tuxedo if you're not afraid to let the wind mess your hair up a little bit when I take the top down. Perhaps even a, a nice bath with some champagne and candles. Hi, Mom. Um, so good. I do fashion photography, and I do consider myself a refined valley dude. Okay, I'm looking for a trendy girl with a simple smile. Wait, it says here, oh, excuse me. I don't know, what I'm not looking for is uh, some big overgrown monster that's always thinking about food and... Whoso <laughs> finds to himself a joy doth its winged life destroy. Um, I like to uh, do a lot of sailing. I like to outdoor activities. I like climbing. I like travel. I took a sponge ball and was pulling him out of a little girl's ear. Vivacious, foxy. I'm looking for the goddess. Yes. Are you the goddess? I'm the goddess. Who is the goddess? I'm the goddess. The goddess is the woman, is a woman, is any woman, is all women. A figure that is sexy, slim, tight, excellent legs. Hmm. Mm. I'm, I'm really looking for somebody I can feel special about, and I don't think other people like that very Hello and welcome to the Milf and Me podcast. I'm your host, Antonio, here with my lovely co-host, Diana. Diana, good evening. Good evening. Thought we'd try something a little bit different. That was a surprise, right? Yeah, that was so great. Was that from like the love connection? So that was back in the 80s. You used to be able to go to the mall and get into these booths and record these video personals. <laughs> that you would check into the mall like every week if you were a guy or a girl, you'd sit in this booth and you would watch these video personals from both men and women as a way of dating. So it was kind of like Tinder, but back in the 80s. But you literally had to go to the mall to do it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you couldn't just whip out a smartphone and look at a video or look at a picture. These were guys selling themselves for the next possible Oh man, goddess. That, is, that is so good. <laughs> I'm looking for the goddess. Are you the goddess? That Any was goddess. my favorite guy. <laughs> Any goddess. And he like came with roses and everything. I mean, I'll put that on our social media once this episode airs, but it was so 80s. Everyone either had a mustache or so, a mullet. So good. And then there was that one weird religious old dude. Like, yeah. I think he was there by mistake. <laughs> I think he thought he was there to like preach a sermon yeah. or something. He wasn't there to date. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. I oh, love God. it. Yeah, I thought we should surprise you with something. How the fuck are you? I am so fucking great. How are you? 
I'm good. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. We got to let people know that we are recording at 7.45 p.m. Mm-hmm. on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. That's not our normal routine. And it is um, 4.20 today. It is 4.20. We are not celebrating with 4.20 stuff, though. No, because I haven't done a podcast yet on it. I mean, we got a box of <clears throat> in the other room. But I don't know how my brain works on a podcast. Being we have our cute bit. friend that's... Uh, what is it? Weeds on movies on weed. There's movies on weed. Movies on Leo. weed. Leo. He's so fantastic. I love that guy. Yeah. Maybe I need to take lessons from him on how to operate a podcast whilst partaking. Yeah. Well, we, we do have. Antonio our... will fall asleep. You get him a little bit stoned or something and he'll be in a corner sleeping. hundred percent. hundred percent. We need you, Leo. We do have two nice bottles of Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Yes, we do. We have two chilled bottles of Sauvignon Blanc, and we're recording two episodes. So we'll see how episode two goes. Hang with (laughs) us. Hang with us. We also have this pineapple candle in here burning. So we got we got the swinger smells and the white wine, the Sauvignon. We're we're just we're rolling in the deep tonight. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. (laughs) I am not anticipating anything great. You never know with us. You never know with us. But you know what? I am so proud of our, what, 25-year-long friendship, relationship, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, me too. Between the blocks of times when like we were married and didn't see each other or out of state, and then we can just come back and start having conversations and eventually doing this podcast, if there's like one true blue female in my life that's consistent, it's you. Oh, thank you. And I hope that nothing ever happens to us where all of a sudden I'm like, you know what? Fuck Diana. No. That, that would break my heart. We already tried to do that. Remember, we got real mad at each other at one point and then we, we came, then we came back around. Times. But yeah. that's what friends do. That's how you know they're true friends, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And we're not afraid to call each other out on our bullshit. We're not yeah. afraid to call each other out on our partner's bullshit if we see yep. like bullshit yeah. present. Yeah. And you always know when I'm hiding my bullshit from you because I'll like disappear and I won't communicate with you for a few days and you'll message me uh are you alive and I'm like I'm being mischievous you're not supposed to message me because I'm hiding from you it's either are you alive <laughs> or what did you do what did you do and why have I not heard from you in a few days yeah yeah but so, no you've called me out on my shit plenty of times right and like we've never fully broken up we've just had our little pauses yep. but you know what I don't ever see us like breaking up. Mm-mm. No, you're kind of stuck with me. I, th- I think so too. Yeah. I've got a few true blue friends that they really have to do something fucking terrible yeah. for me to want to break up with them. Totally agree. But what about relationships breaking up? I think it's an interesting thing that like people often say that the most important person in your life is the person that you're romantically involved with. I would agree to a point. I think that children play a huge part in that. For example, you did everything you could with your ex-husband, even though you divorced and broke up, to maintain a friendly status quo and cooperative and constructive relationship where you can both raise your kids. So it really isn't a breakup. It isn't, I don't ever want to see you again. It isn't, don't ever call me or text me. Right. You just ceased that part of your life and proceeded to the next step. Honestly, the only thing that changed for us was we just don't live under the same roof anymore. Like seriously, like we still maintain a great, healthy friendship um, and co-parenting relationship for our children. And when you're younger and you pair up with someone, you think that it is the most important thing ever to not break up with them, to not 
break those vows, especially if you're married. And like we've talked about in this podcast, we are both divorced single parents. You know, I have a partner with a child. Yep. So I don't consider myself, you know, a single parent of that child anymore, but I'm still kind of technically a single parent of my son. I share parental duties somewhat with his mom. Right, right. I don't want to get into it. It's complicated. Mm -hmm, It is. But that breakup needed to happen. Yes. It was crucial for everyone involved that that breakup happen. Yes. What is it about breaking up? They say that 60% of marriages now end in divorce. 60% of marriages. 60%. It used to be 50, then 55, and now it's 60. Wow. Again, these are from polls and surveys. We love polls and surveys. Blah, 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 blah. blah. (laughs) But also, I don't know the stats of just like general dating and relationship breakups. I can't imagine it being any lower than that 60% threshold. Yeah, probably. I guarantee it's a lot higher because they even say less people are getting married these days than they used to. Yeah. So common sense says that less people are staying together long enough to even get married. Therefore, breakups are happening. Yeah, it's crazy. I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you more inclined to be the breaker upper or the breaker up E? Hmm, that's a good question. <sighs> that's a hard one, honestly. I'd say it's probably split right down the middle. But my breakups are weird. Like, they're usually, I feel like they're usually us both kind of coming together. We both kind of know that it's not going to move forward for whatever reason. And Mm -hmm. it's either too stressful or the time, like the timing is off or he has too much going on and I have too much going on. And so it's just kind of worked out that way. And my breakups aren't messy. Most aren't. Yeah. I've only had a couple. That's it. Everything else, like, um, still friends with, I mean, not friends, like we don't hang out, right? but it, they will follow me on social media and I follow them. Like we don't hate each other's guts is what I'm saying. The animosity isn't There's there. There's no animosity. Right. That's right. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. And so, um, it's probably split down the middle. I mean, I've had a couple bad breakups, but. And when I was thinking about it too, as we were deciding on what the subjects of this week's podcast were going to be, I haven't really had a whole lot of messy breakups either. I'm not as, you know, let's say friendly or connected to my exes. In fact, I'm pretty much not. Yeah. There might be only one that I'm still a friend on social media with. And that was a relationship from 20 years ago. Yeah. Because for me, I don't keep things around if I don't well, want to see them or use them again. Because yeah. it's not that I'm like tempted to go back and ruin a relationship I'm currently in. You mean like even being friends with them on social media? Is that what you're talking about? Why? You know? Yeah, no, I was just curious at what you meant because your situation is definitely different than my current situation. If I was in a relationship with somebody, you know, we talked about it or whatever. I mean, I don't communicate with my exes, but right. um, if I was in a relationship, then that's a no brainer. Like if they didn't feel comfortable with me being being friends with them on social media, I would get rid of them. I mean, that's the thing is like, yeah. I, I haven't had that many reach out and like friend request me. And if yeah. they do, I just ignore it. Yeah, It's just easier that way, yeah. you know, but at the same time, I'm not out sending friend requests to my exes right, either. Right, right. I mean, I'm single, right? Like right. I don't live with my partner like you do. So it's, it's a little bit different, but you and I are not messy people. And so our breakups are messy. You know what? And it's funny that you say that because we've talked a couple weeks ago about how just clean we are. You know, the expression... Uh, clean house, clean mind, clean bedroom, clean mind. I feel that you and I are the same in that aspect where I have to have an organized household. Uh I have to have an organized life, a clean car for the most part, unless my kids Mm -hmm. destroy it. Mm -hmm. Because if my 
life and surroundings are scattered, my brain gets fucking scattered. I'm the same way, for sure. And so I feel the same thing. It's like, why would I want clutter to to be in my life when it's just easier not to have the clutter? Yes, and there are some guys um, that I've been involved with that are, and I call it heavy. Like, if there's a lot of clutter, then it feels heavy to me. It's a good way to put it. I've gotten really, really good at decluttering, meaning this relationship or this dating that I'm doing with somebody, I'm not saying I am right now, I'm just using it as a, um, in general, then I tend to lean towards, you know what, like, you're awesome. I just, I can't have this right now. Maybe, maybe not even ever. And it is, it's very, very healthy. I've, I've made huge strides in the past few months. (laughs) Yeah, you have. So I would say, just based off this quick little conversation and how Mm -hmm. we know each other's history. Yeah. We are really good about just keeping our life clutter-free. Yep. You know, if if we see something that's going to potentially be clutter, it's just easier to sweep it away mm-hmm. and not look at it and not go back to it a dozen times. Now, sometimes things will pop up. Uh, for you, example, you're single, you're not dating anybody. If someone pops up from your past and they weren't a son of a bitch yeah. and they didn't make your life complicated, then why the fuck not, hey, let's go have dinner and maybe let's go fuck. Like, I, I don't see that, any That literally that. just happened. Like, you literally just described a situation that just happened this past week. Oh, I thought you meant like today. No, no, no. Like, on your way like here. a week or two. <laughs> yeah, on my way here as I was driving. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Antonio. You got to be careful with your use of the word literal. <laughs> okay, let's go back. Um, no, like in the past week or so, yeah. Someone reached out. I mean, we've been communicating and- He's a fantastic human being. Everything in his life is clean and my life is clean and we wanted to connect. We had dinner and it was fantastic. Why not? Why the hell not? So today we're going to go over some stories of people with messy breakups. Mm-hmm. We'll tell our messy breakup stories at the end and I really don't have that many so it's easy for me to pick one. I want you to use the next 15, 20 minutes to think of to yours. Think of mine? Okay, I'm over Which here. Which one I'm over do here you want pick? <laughs> I'm over here thinking. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to drink my wine and think. So before we even get into this, I just want to go out there and say, like we say in every episode, we are not therapists. We are not professionals. It is not our place to tell you why, how, or when to break up with someone. We're just here to talk about these people's breakup stories and like what our thoughts are about them. Yeah, we're just going to be super judgy. Super judgy. All right. You ready for number one? I'm ready. My ex and I went to Thailand together for a two-week birthday trip around the country after being together for over a year. On the third day, he confessed that he didn't love me anymore and realized it a month before the trip, but couldn't tell me that he didn't want to be with me anymore. Also, the trip was non-refundable. I had to get a new passport, take two weeks off of work, and it was all his idea. It was miserable, humiliating, I drank a lot, And instead of going home with me at the end of the trip, he stayed and got drunk with some of his friends who conveniently showed up, slept with random girls, and it was my birthday week. It was terrible. And then I had to explain everything to my friends and parents when I got home. I cried for weeks. Oh, my God. That sucks. That sucks. (laughs) Okay, so first of all. First of all, I... Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Like, I would go have fun. Like, what the hell? Thailand. Jesus Christ. I'd go. Right? I'd go find me a cute little Asian, little Thai, (laughs) 
little Thai guy. Or you could find any nationality there because that is like the tourist and backpacker capital of the world where people just show up and hang out. The movie The Beach, that's oh, what yeah. it was. You could have ended up on the beach. Damn. Fuck that. Fuck that guy. Go to the yeah. beach. Follow Leo to the beach. Where did you find these stories, first of all? Where are you finding, where are you getting your resources from? The most reliable source on the internet, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known. You should have known. I don't even know. know why you fucking asked. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so second of all, yeah, fuck that guy. If he had a plan on breaking up with her and she went and got a new passport, that's not easy. That yeah. shit takes time and money. Yeah. Taking time off of work to go. But yeah. worst of all, he told her that he didn't love her for over a month. He waited to tell her until they were actually on the trip. Yeah, he's an asshole for sure. That's bad. I can't top that. <laughs> I can't top that either. One thing I will say, though, is that have you ever broken up on a trip before? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I, I do you want me to tell my story now? Yeah, tell your what, story is now. Is that what you want? Yeah, tell your story now. <laughs> I thought I had like 15 to 20 minutes. You already got it, you just said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I went to um, the Dominican Republic with somebody that was quite a bit older than me. Um, and he lived on the East Coast. We connected, we kind of did the long distance thing for a little bit, and then we went on this trip. Um, and one evening, I can't remember, we were in our room. It was like the second, maybe the third or fourth night we were there. He took off his socks or something. Like he wasn't wearing flip-flops the whole time we were there. I mean, we're on the beach. I remember the story. You remember the story? <laughs> I feel so weird telling it, but I'm gonna, I'm just going to go with it. He put his feet up on the bed, and I am not that person. Feet do not bother me, okay? Like, I'm not the crazy girl. Like, there are some people that just feet gross them out. I'm not that person. Anyway, so I looked down, and my, my face probably went white, and my jaw dropped. And I was like, what the fuck? fuck is that <laughs> and he goes what and I'm like what the fuck what the fuck is on your foot like what is that on your foot on your toe and he pulled his foot closer and it was his toenail mm -hmm. and his toenails were insanely long like crazy long like his pinky nail was crazy long and I got green like my face went green i was so grossed out by it Ugh. yeah exactly and i was like um so do you not trim your toenails like what the hell what the fuck and he goes well you know my daughter and i usually like my daughter takes care of my feet like she gives me pedicures and she just hasn't in a long time and this man is well in his 50s and i'm like do you know how to operate a fucking toenail clipper? <laughs> like trim your nails. Like it was the most bizarre, awkward situation ever. Anyway, I was really turned off. Let me just put it this way. My vagina dried up mm -hmm. the entire trip. Mm -hmm. That was it for me. Like I was really turned off. I mean, it's like if you can't take care of yourself, like that's just personal hygiene. I'm right. sorry. It just is. Okay. And I was really standoffish. I didn't want to like, and then I flew home two days later. I changed my flight. Yeah, you, I think, didn't you have to pay extra too? Um, no, actually. Oh, I thought you did. No, they. Well, it was like a long delayed flight to get home. It was a super long delayed flight yeah. and he turned in, he just wasn't a huge asshole. You know, he was, he was really weird of the fact that I like wasn't sleeping with him and stuff. And then I felt like an object. I was like, 
what we come to the Dominican Republic just so you can fuck me every single day five times a day like that's not cool either right you know like I am a person I am a woman and I am very independent and I don't need you he was a very wealthy man you know he thought that his high value his high value of being a president and owner and multimillionaire was something that was going to keep me around well that was very 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 wrong so anyway I uh <laughs> This is the crazy part. I wasn't afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of anything usually. And I got in the taxi by myself in the Dominican Republic. Right. Went to the airport alone. I mean, I was by myself this whole time. And um, I actually had to fly into Chicago, get a hotel there that night and spend the night because the other flight didn't leave until the next morning. So I flew into Chicago. It was snowing. I stayed the night and then I flew into Salt Lake and then the next day I think was Thanksgiving. Yeah, I remember you texting me. <laughs> I was texting you probably the whole time. Yeah, that's right. And it was just the most bizarre. That was a really bizarre situation for me because normally I wouldn't leave. Right. But it just got awkward real fucking fast. Yeah. yeah I mean, like I've, I've, I've had one out of town breakup that really sucked. It was a trip to Lake Powell. Uh -huh. And the person I was with ended up sleeping with another dude that was in our group. No. And then we all had to drive back home together, and it was fucking terrible. The two of you went to Lake Powell together. Yes. And oh, she sat. It wasn't in the like a friend thing. No. Like you oh, okay. She sat in the front seat with this dude on the way back, and I was in the back seat with her girlfriends. And I was like, okay, this is fucking terrible. <laughs> Oh my God, nuh-uh. Uber didn't exist back then, and I don't think I had enough money to like take a bus or whatever, so I'm like, I guess I'm just driving home in this fucked up situation. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I am so sorry. That's terrible. Uh, I was like early 20s. Who gives a shit? That's a whole other life ago. Yes, yeah, it was, huh? Hey, how about this one? My girlfriend was studying abroad. I went to visit her after several months of saving to be able to buy a plane ticket. I arrived, and she almost immediately told me that she had met someone else. Ticket, of course, was non-refundable, so I had to spend five days completely heartbroken in a city that I didn't know, filled with people whose language I didn't speak, and without the means to go home, worst week of my life. So same situation, except flipped. It was a guy and a girl. Gosh. Now, first of all, how do you feel about long-distance shit? <laughs> That's funny that you would bring that up. Um, I don't love it. I don't, I don't do it. I just can't. I'm weird that way. How I've never done it. No, no, no. I've never done Well... I take that back. I have with the guy I just told you about and with my, you know, the guy I was married to, my husband for, we did the first maybe two or three months of long distance. It wasn't very long. And then I moved out to San Diego to, to date him and be closer. But I don't support long distance. Um, even if they live further than say 10 to 15 minutes, <laughs> I won't even consider it. I'm weird that way. But I will say this. I have been chatting with somebody that lives on the East Coast. Well, not East Coast. He's mid kind of. What is what is Michigan? I'm just going to go ahead and Midwest. put it out there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so it's very far east of Utah. Yeah. Okay. And honestly, just because of where I am in my life right now with building the business that, I'm, that I've been doing um, and home shows and doing all this stuff, it's kind of nice to not have someone in the same state like we've been chatting <laughs> right but if we were to date because we're not right but if we were to date i don't know that it would work for me quite honestly but it is nice to have the distance i guess because we both know we're super far away he's busy i'm busy we chat when we can mm -hmm. um but for someone like myself when 
I'm not super busy. I like my people close to me. Mm-hmm. I like to have them over for dinner. I like them over on the weekends with me and the kids. You know what I mean? Like I want them interacting and being with me. So I don't know that it would work ever, like for a long-term something healthy. I mean, see, for me, it is the whole conversation that we've had in the past about like friends. Yeah. That's more like more of a friend. And yeah, as we've spoken before, I totally do support male-female friendships, but I don't have any interest of starting new ones. Right. Like it would have to be a very special person introduced to my group first before I even considered having an actual friendship with them. Yeah. You know, so if it was a person that was far away and somehow like we kind of jived and connected. Yeah. I would just consider that a friendship because yeah. what and I would- he is. He's a, he, it's yeah. a good friendship. He is. And he's great. He's like really, he's really sweet and he doesn't have a messy life. Like same- he reminds, his energy reminds me of our energy, you know, like okay. he messages me like, I'm so proud of you. Like he doesn't really yeah. know me. He's not met me in person before. And he's proud of what I'm doing. And just, he's just good people. He's good energy. You know, he'll send me videos and I'll send him videos and we'll just like chat in our videos and be like, Hey, or we'll FaceTime or we'll talk on the phone occasionally. But I'm so fucking busy that if he lived within 10 minutes of me, I seriously still wouldn't see him. I wouldn't be seeing him this entire time. It would still be like a long distance relationship because I've got that much on my plate right now. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Which is also why you're kind of just keeping things casual too. Totally. You know, and and I respect you for that because you and I have both gotten in relationships in the past when we really already had our plate fucking full. Yep. And that really isn't fair to that person who wants more of your time and more of your attention. Yeah. And those do end up leading to breakups. So it is almost easier just to be like, you know what? If you just want to go fuck, let's go fuck. Like, let's not start talking about moving in and shit while both of our plates are this full. Yeah, totally. Which early 20s me would not have that mentality. Early 20s me would be like, okay, let me just relocate my life and change everything about myself just so I could have you with me. Yeah. Again, that was that simp nature. And again, I am not anti-simp. I use it ironically. Yep. But that is like how I was. You know, I, know. I was desperate for love. I was desperate for attention. I didn't value myself as much as I should have. Yeah. You know? And that's where I'm I've at. I've always right had now this too. inadequacy complex, yeah. which I don't really think is warranted, but that's just how I've always been. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, me too, right? Like it's taken it's taken a lot of experiences and years and so much work, you know, daily to get to where I am and have the backbone to say no or just, you know, be emotionally intelligent enough to say, you know, you are an amazing person. You're fantastic. I don't want to lose this friendship. But at the same time, on the flip side, like you said, it's not fair. It's not fair to get into a relationship that I can't nurture. Right, right. Okay, how about this one? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> I love how you clear your throat this first. One, this one's hilarious. <laughs> I might stop and pause in between each (laughs) part of the story. Okay. So, he got drunk after a 5K. So, first of all, red flag, fuck runners. 5Ks, marathons, (laughs) half marathon people. take it easy. I ran a full marathon. I don't want to hear your shit. Keep keep reading. You did that for cancer research. You didn't do it just to be like, I think I'm going to run a marathon today. I'm bored today. I think I'm going to go running. (laughs) Yeah, I'll never do that. Okay, so that was red flag number one. Okay, he got drunk after a 5K. On St. Patrick's Day, red flag number two. (laughs) I love (laughs) it. Left five minutes before I got there to walk home. 
He was apparently blackout drunk by this point. On the way home, he, for whatever reason, decided to make a stop at a lawyer's office and break in. What? He caused over $30,000 worth of damage and threatened the arresting officers with a printer. He was convicted of a felony, dishonorably discharged from the military, and I supported him through it all because I loved him. Then he decided to move back home since he wanted his mom to support him instead. He broke up with me, and then less than a month later, he was dating a high school girl. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lot. It gets better. Oh, and he took the dog we got together that I helped pay for and train, and there was nothing I could do because the microchip that was in the dog was done in his name. Oh, wow. I'm this guy sure. can't drink. This guy can't. Well, okay. I mean, I, he's I breaking into attorney's that. offices with printer, like he's threatening, threatening cops, with, cops printers. with printers. Yeah. I mean, it started off bad. Yeah. After getting drunk after a 5K on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Like the first sentence is like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> that is wild. Holy shit. So, yeah. Poor girl. Poor girl. Poor girl. I guarantee you it was Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This was somewhere East Coast. Yeah, for sure. That. Well, how would you know if it was East Coast? Uh, 5K, 5K Saint, on St. Patrick's Day. Still yeah, a dog, right. broke into a lawyer's office. I mean, I'm not going to start pointing fingers at like certain <laughs> ethnicities. Let's just say that this sounds regionally correct, that it is somewhere in the Northeast. I love this. <laughs> so when you're finding these on Reddit, does it say names? Does it say location? Anything? It's usually like someone's Reddit handle. It's like, you know. I say, yeah. You know, redhead chick 27, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, those are some fun ones. Um, so you told your breakup story. My worst breakup story was, I think, the one that you infa- infamously know. The I'm going to say round one. The oh, first breakup shit. with the Anytime, cheerleader. Uh, hold up. <laughs> Let's just pause it. For, pause the show for two seconds. You're going to mom me, aren't you? I'm going to mom just real fast. God damn it. Anytime he starts something with... The first time, the first time, or round one, <laughs> then you know it's a fucking disaster because he went through it with the same person more than once. And oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's holding up three fingers right now. He went through this bullshit. Three, <laughs> he went through this shit three separate fucking times with the same, <laughs> with the same chick. I mean, it's the only time I've done that. I should have slapped the living shit right out of you. Can I defend myself for like two seconds? Absolutely. Go for it. I had been married for like four or five years, right? Mm-hmm. I was in my early 30s. I'd been divorced for like a year. It'd probably been three years without any sex. Oh. And oh, shut up. <laughs> also, in high school, I was a short little skater nerd, right? Yeah. I was not cheerleader dating material in high school. So when I had the opportunity to date a cheerleading coach that was like nine years younger than me, I fucking went for it. And every time she wanted to come back, I was like, yeah. You're like, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's go. You you danced ballroom. Don't like short yourself on this nerdy skater. You were a ballroom dancer and you were very fucking talented. But that wasn't in high school setting. Gotcha. Remember, I know you have a click in high school and then you have your extracurricular activities You're right. that most people don't know about. And you were one of the few people that actually knew about the performing arts stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a very good dancer, by the way, everybody. Bet your fucking ass I am. <laughs> so 
this this was the messiest part of the breakup. So so hold on, which breakup are we getting? Breakup one, breakup break two, one. or breakup break three? Breakup two and three were fucking easy over the text. Like it wasn't an issue. Okay, everybody, break up we're one. talking about breakup one right now. Breakup one. Here we go. Number one. Ready on one. And go. <laughs> so breakup one was let's say four or five months after we started dating. So honeymoon phase right mm-hmm. i'm getting it all the time and so much it's so sex much fun blah, blah, so blah. much sex i'm hanging out with fun people because yep. it's not my group it's her group everyone likes me everyone's cool so good i'm running a restaurant i'm a chef i'm a gm i got this dude who is almost seven feet tall he was like my assistant manager but he was also a personal trainer shit now this is where like the simp mentality really comes in so all of a sudden, she comes to me one day. She's like, yeah, your assistant manager, let's call him Eric, <laughs> offered to start personal training me. And me, being fucking oblivious, walking on a cloud of cheerleader poon, <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure, that sounds great. I bet you'll get a discount. I bet you'll get a dick discount. <laughs> And everyone, oh, everyone that was working with me, like, are you okay with that? And me being who I am, I'm like, I trust my person. Yeah. Like, like I trust why wouldn't I trust my person? Trust her with all my heart. She's a cheerleader. Like, shut the fuck up. Right? <laughs> and my dumb ass just kept ignoring red flags, ignoring red flags. They weren't red to you. They were orange and pink. <laughs> <laughs> Orange and pink. (laughs) Oh, God. So she comes up to my house one night and she's like, I think we need to break up. I'm like, why? She's like, well, because (laughs) (laughs) my parents don't like the fact that you're divorced, that you have a son and that you're not Mormon. And personally, I think they're a little racist because they have a problem that you're like, you know, half Latino. I'm like, okay, well, I'm a Spaniard, bitch. I'm like, those are all very... Good reasons, I guess, but you're a grown ass person. Like, what do you care? Blah, blah, blah. Those are good reasons. Well, you didn't fucking say this to her. I, I, I did because I, I've dated plenty of girls whose parents didn't like me. What the fuck is that? Those are not good reasons for a breakup. You're a fantastic human being. You didn't well, also, beat the shit out of her. You weren't an asshole. You weren't cheating on her. No, I wasn't. I know. So let me finish a story. So all of a sudden, she keeps checking her phone, right? I'm like, what the fuck is this all about? I'm like, put your phone away. We're having a conversation. And she's like, I think we need to call the police. I'm like, why do we need to call the police? Oh, shit. So then she shows me a text. And she's like, Eric is outside your house, parked across the street. Apparently, he followed me here, and he wants to hurt me because I won't sleep with him. I'm like, okay, well, let's call the police. As she's saying this, he texts me, I'm here to confront your girlfriend that I've been sleeping with her for the last month and you don't know about it and she's probably telling you right now that I'm threatening her (gasps) when really I'm just here to bust her. My God, this is some drama. I'm like 33 years old with a kid asleep in the other room. Like, how about you kids just fucking get the hell out of my life? Yeah. And so they did. And that's that? Well, three until, months later, I took until her back. the second time. <laughs> he, so Antonio has a toxic trait that he is attracted to crazy, crazy.
crazy bitches. Well, don't say that because <laughs> some of my exes and yeah. even my current partner right but now she's listens not to your this ex. show. She's not. <laughs> But, but yeah, like it, yeah. It, I do have a I do have a history. I do have well, so do I. I do have a pattern. Yeah. The but, only reason I'm ripping on you is because I'm the same way. So yeah, but I feel like I've broken it in the last three or four years. You definitely have well, five years as long as I've been with Kristen for sure. Yeah. But yeah, no, that was my thing. I would always end up in those situations, and my dumb ass would just keep on going with it. Yeah. Like okay, well I know that you cheated. And here's the funny thing, too. <laughs> Remember when we talked about in the beta uh, alpha episode conversation mm-hmm. about, you know, I get left for an alpha and then they'd come back like a few months later because the alpha was an asshole. And then that would turn them into an extra big asshole because they came back to little five foot six me. Yeah. I still think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. You like it's that like, control, huh? Go fuck yourself, you tall son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because honestly, height and looks isn't always you know not always a thing you can't be an asshole you can't be an asshole don't be an asshole and you're not an asshole so it's good oh thank you i do remember that story though um i actually have a story that would top yours but for safety reasons and safety purposes i'm not going to share it because i am like Afraid for my life if I do. Yeah. And you know the story. I know the story. I'm afraid for my life and I don't even know the person. And I I apologize to our listeners and I'm going to leave you hanging like that. But if you'd like to know, how about this? You can message me privately. Mm. You can private message me and I will share with you my absolute worst nightmare breakup story in the month of January of 2023. It was a fucking disaster. Okay, let's try this one. I don't know when we're finally going to realize that more and more men are single because they want to be single. Because they've built up their lives. They like their day-to-day routine. They buy what they want and can afford. They spend time on whatever hobby they enjoy. But what they don't want is making the mistake of sacrificing those things for something less than what they already have. And I get it. We've heard that women are raising their standards. But ladies, men are too. Yes. Yes. Is this thing on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that, actually. She's not wrong. Um, where she is, I mean, this is a tough one. So if um, a man that has his shit together and that is raising the bar, like kind of like what she was talking about, mm-hmm. if he encounters a woman that is also a high value woman that carries herself well and knows who the fuck she is and is emotionally intelligent. I've been using that a lot. Um, then in his eyes, she will be worth it to him. Like he will see that as a positive thing, not I'm going to have to sacrifice all my fun things I've acquired over these past couple of years while now I've been I'm single, high value and I'm single. high value and single. No, like I truly believe that, you know, and this is, this is a guy that's not on the dating apps and not swiping constantly and looking, looking, searching for a woman and hmm. fucking everybody he sees. Like I'm talking an organic connection, 
however that looks, I have no idea anymore, but in an organic connection and you meet the person, you guys meet and he's super independent with his life and he has his own things going on. And the woman is too. And I'm using myself as an example because that is exactly where I am right now. I'm very comfortable with where I am right now. You know, I have my own space. I'm feeling really good emotionally and mentally. Everything's getting back to normal, I feel like, after the death of my mom and after this breakup that happened in January, um, which was only, what, fuck, almost just four months ago, four and a half months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been on a mission to just get healthy, you know? And the only way that I would disrupt that piece is if I saw a man that had the same types of qualities and things going on. So she's right. They're raising the bar. Men are raising the bar because they're getting comfortable in their own space with their own hobbies and interests and things. However, if a woman comes into his space, that's kind of the game changer, the game changer girl, and I say the game changer guy for me, then I would absolutely welcome it into my world. I agree. And and here's the thing. This this guru really falls more into like the men matter movement. This one isn't as uh caustic as the other ones are. Yeah. Yeah. But th- she does fall into that category. I would say that yes, the men that she's speaking about, these are men that are desirable. These are men that are sought after. Mm-hmm. And she's speaking to that pick me girl who is, you know, kind of ready to make the sacrifices in her life so she can bag a man before it gets too late. We've already talked about those gurus Mm -hmm. in other episodes. It is a little bit of condescending to some of the females that she's speaking to. Mm -hmm. And it goes back to my whole opinion and theory that the loudest voices that we're hearing of like these men matter women, they're really talking about just these younger kind of naive dumbbells that just want the check, that just want the wallet, just want the bank, want the status without really working for it. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, I don't think that is the majority of women out there. I think that is the loud minority that's just getting all the attention because it's easy to pick on them. It's easy to put them on a platform. It's easy to put them in a podcast studio with a bunch of dudes and just be torn apart. Yeah, yeah. Because most of the single women that I've dealt with, even though I have been ghosted before, whether it's on the dating apps or organic relationships, they're not like that. They are looking for a connection and they both, the man and the woman, understand that there might be an adjustment period of sacrificing yeah, a compromise. certain things and compromising certain things because that's how relationships work. Mm-hmm. What I don't like about some of these messages is like, okay, don't even dare ask a high value man to change who he is and change what he likes and change what he's willing to accept. Because I think a real high value man that isn't a part of this red pill crowd mm-hmm. would want to do that if he wants a true love connection. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's no, all about totally. compromise. Yep. And totally. if the woman isn't even remotely interested in a compromise, then that's not the person for you. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I mean, as, as I age and get older and, my experiences of just being in the dating world, it's really sexy to come across a man that knows what boundaries are and he doesn't sleep with every beautiful, absolutely beautiful, gorgeous woman that he comes across or dates. Right. Or goes on a date with, I should say. Like, 
that is so sexy to me because he can have and be anything he wants and he chooses no for whatever reason. Right. It's not just he's trying to get fucked or whatever. Like, it's just so healthy. I mean, that's how I've been. I mean, really, honestly, I'm a woman and I I know women can get sex anytime they want sex. Mm-hmm. And it's offered. It's offered up on a platter. But I'm picky. I'm picky on who gets my energy, on who gets my body, on who gets my time and space. I mean, it is valuable now where I'm reaching a point in my life where it's very, very, very valuable to hold on to my energy. So here's something that we have been talking about for a while. We are looking for guests on the show to get on to the show remotely. Or if you're local and you have a podcast or you have something that you think you could bring to the table, let us know. Reach out on themilfandmepod.com, message Diana on Instagram, and let's see if we can set something up. We got some really fun guests coming up really soon. We're always looking for more. So if you think you've got something to add to the show or if you want to send like a video or a voicemail, we are ready to start getting in touch with our listeners, right? Yes. Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, come with a topic too. I'm all about that. It's yeah, awesome. We need more topics because Reddit is running dry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of the MILF and Me podcast. And thank you, fucking Monkey Bay Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah, right? You made this episode so much better. Fuck yeah, let's go. Diana, thanks for sharing your really just disturbing breakup story. I'm sorry you got stuck in Dominican Republic with yeah. the guy with long toenails. It's just really weird. I don't know. It's kind of a random, weird story, but sorry, I don't have much to bring you. I'm not a messy person. <laughs> I don't have crazy-ass breakups with cheerleaders. <clears throat> Anyways, <laughs> everyone, thanks for listening to the Milf and Me I love podcast. you, Antonio. I love you. Go fuck yourself, and Go we'll see you yourself. next week. <laughs>